Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. better than this guys me and dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's joe marino and kyle krabs we are your hosts chris schubert's here floating around producing this thing we're from the draft network and we're brought to you by bet online your number one source for all your sports betting needs you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends over at bet online they feature live betting free contests and giveaways all season long with every sport so head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Fun at Work Day to you. Oh, we're about to have some fun here today on the show. Nope, no fun. No, nope, no, 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 fun no, 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 We're not talking about the New York Jets offensive coordinator position which obviously was just announced just as we were sitting down to record. So this is all very fresh. But Chris, you're on podcast with two of your buddies. We're going to do takes on takes. We're going to do two truths and a lie. Correct me if I'm wrong, but anybody could win two truths and a lie this month based on where the status Ooh, is right it, now. It comes down to this is it. This is the final. This is, this this is, is it for January. This is the final two truths and a lie of the month of January. Yeah, Kyle's four and two. Joe, is, Joe and I are three and three. So there's an opportunity here. I might just have to play defense. I don't know. We'll oh, that's you. That's the advantage we'll you have. That's the advantage you have as the oh, guy with the one game lead. So you can play right. defense if you'd that's like. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I have a feeling Joe and I are going to overlap themes this week, which is a bit of a tall. Oh, I'm I'm calling my shot. I'm pointing the bat. But I, I think Joe and I are going to have the same theme this week. You are not going to overlap with mine. Very excited. No, Joe and I, Joe and I might have the same theme. That that's all I'll say. Um, we've got a lot of takes. We've got a lot of things to get to here. Um, I you know what we're gonna we're, we're gonna start with it. Okay. Because I teased it on yesterday's show. Okay. New vocabulary for Joe. Oh, boy. So shout, shout out to Trevor. Shout out to Trevor. I hope sends I these in. He says, been a minute. So before anything, I hope everyone in their families have had a great start to 2023 and cheers to a successful and prosperous year ahead. Trevor. I know all those words Pre- so far. We're good. Appreciate it. Here's the, here's the take. Here's the take. I actually don't know how to pronounce the words. So we're going to do it together. <laughs> Christ. <Take. laughs> the, the Bryce Young size issues. And Will Levis' decision-making issues will end up being more significant and drop their expected draft position. Therefore, the Chicago Bears should really lean into provocating. You want me to spell it for you, Joe? Yeah. Do you like the spelling? P-R-E-V-A-R-I-C-A-T-I-N-G. Yeah, that didn't help at all. That they are considering a quarterback at one in order to drum up interest in the pick. Well, Could you state the? Uh, would you like me to use it in a sentence? I can use it in Language a sentence. Of Take the Bryce Youngs. Okay. <laughs> Provocate. Uh, hold on. I'll listen. Stand by. Stand by. Prevaricate. I just listened to it in my ears. Oh, prevaricate. Prevaricate. Oh. Prevaricate. Yeah. Prevaricate. Well, prevaricate. Yes. We we have some some context clues we can use here. Prevaricate. So pre. Uh, that means Latin, like Latin, uh, Joe, it's from Latin. So it's so from a Latin okay. origin. Thank you. You're welcome. You. Mid 16th century. Wait, it's V-A-R? That's not going to be good for me. Prevaricate. I don't know what it means. Uh, but I'm guessing it has something to do it's with like them posture. trying. Yeah, posturing. Yeah, posturing. Talking about that need to drum up interest. Yeah, I think if that's what that word means. But Prevaricate. To speak falsely or misleading. So we'll give you a round of applause. That was, okay. that was good. That was very good, Joe. So we did we buy or sell this take, though? The soliloquy um, helped me with the deductive reasoning there. That's kind of the point, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's true. I think the Bears should have those types, that type of messaging out there for sure, for competitive reasons. As long as there is transparency internally. Yeah. To make sure that the messaging, everyone is on the same page because that can be a slippery slope. That's all. A lot of prevaricating going to be happening here in the coming months. In the next three months, 
A lot of prevaricating. Yeah. This prevaricating this signals. You need to say smoke signals. This take from Finkel is Einhorn. Take linebacker play is usually the second most important part of having a great defense. You either need an elite line or elite secondary, but you don't need both. Great linebacker play is what really makes the difference. So this is interesting, right? It's you, you affiliate the premier positions with upfront or on the back end, but the counterpoint is the bridge between the two primary needs is more important than having strong polar ends and weak in the middle. Hmm. I just want to be good everywhere. Well, yeah. Right. Just, just get good players everywhere, right? Like, right. So they're kind of looking at the linebackers as the deciding factor on, on good defenses. Well, I think we've, we've seen that to be true. So what I don't name I'm, a really name a really good NFL defense that doesn't have athletic rangy linebackers. It's tough. And the ones the ones that do end up playing with seven defensive backs. Looking at you, Bill Belichick. <laughs> uh shout out to Josh Thomas, the person who submitted the next take, because they tattle taked on themselves. They they Ooh. said I was wrong and I want to hold myself accountable. This this take, the integrity integrity of the competition. That's great. Integrity of title takes. This take is from July twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, and I actually remember us doing this take on the show. Zach Charbonnet will have a better statistical season than Bijan Robinson. I remember this take as well. And we were like, "Well, we, we said, love Zach." And we but said it's Bijan. He said, "No." Zach, so Josh, appreciate you holding right? yourself accountable. Zach had a good year, though. Yeah. I watched him this in a game recently pro- against uh, Utah. He looked really good. Probably ran real hard and he got sure a lot did. of tough yards, and you just wish he had a, a third gear to him, right? Like, man, but he he's one of he's not going out of bounds. I'll tell you that. Physical dude. He had thirteen hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns. It's a good year. Yeah. I actually watched a, a surprisingly fun running back yesterday. It was it scout. Kendra Miller? It was not Kendra Miller. No, be, he does wear purple though. It's Evan Hole. He does wear purple. You watch Deuce Evan Vaughn. Hull. Oh. Evan Hull, the senior bowl participant from Northwestern. I gave him a five. I gave him a fifth round value. Wow. Okay. Yep. He had some nice receiving skills. You wish he you wish he had an extra half a gear, or you wish he had more lateral bounce. Like he's one of those guys that has good vision, but he doesn't make like sharp turns. So like when he makes his cuts, like he he definitely they're they're rounded, so he can't force a guy to miss head up in the hole with a, a great deal of consistency. But really productive player. He had almost a thousand rushing yards this year, and had like five hundred receiving yards. Is really good in the screen game. So go ahead and put that on your list of uh, day three running backs to keep an eye out for. Uh, food take from Joe at work eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Joe's favorite handle Best on Twitter. Handle Joe's favorite guy. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, there's some inside baseball stuff here, so just everybody get along for the journey, okay? If you're new, if you're a new listener to Draft Dudes, there's going to be some stuff in here that you might not get. Food take. A good bowl of ramen is not only a top three soup. It's one of the best meals you can have, and I'm not talking your grocery store packet ramen. I'm talking real Japanese ramen with the tonkatsu broth, the chasu pork, the soy marinated eggs, the works. It's the best. More meaty than a pack of butcher box steaks, it's bigger. It's a bigger win than a money line parlay placed on Bet Online, where the game starts. It goes harder than Blue Chew. It's the best. Joe <laughs> goes harder than Blue Chew. He said, "Very good, Joe. It <laughs> we, we, excellent, excellent stuff here on the show." I'm not uh, sure no, if this Robin, is the Teddy take of the week in terms of the best like take, but this like this that. certainly a lot of good layers, a lot of good creativity and the delivery here. Uh, I will tell you, uh, Joe. You can take your good bowl of ramen. You can flip open the trash can lid. You can dump it in the trash. There you go. That's what I think of your ramen. I've never had this like top tier ramen. I've seen it, pictures of it. Yeah, I mean it's. I've only had like I used to call them oodles and noodles. You guys, are, I know you? what. You're, yeah, if if. Is <laughs> you call them that I too, Kyle? You, I, I've never had it no, either. No, I don't call them oodles of noodles. <laughs> I've never had it either, We're Joe. Talking but, like, about the, authentic ramen. The ramen I have had isn't very good, so like I'm a little worried about like is you the step this? up going to like the no, Japanese? I've never had this. Yeah, I I've had never it gone either. to it to a no. I've never gone to a Japanese. I go to Japanese. Had. I'm getting. Can hibachi, we do that? Hibachi chicken or steak? 
I mean, we're going to be together a lot over we the next We know he's not getting weeks. the seafood. No. Well, not getting the, the shrimp's seafood. fine. But. Can we, can, we should do this. We yes, should get the ramen, the authentic real, Japanese ramen. Right. You haven't had it either. We'll, we'll do it. I have not. No. Okay. All right. All right. Th- this is perfect. This is perfect. We'll, we'll film some social content from there this. There you go. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, when Tim- we went to Atlanta, I put mayonnaise in my, my coffee. Tim, uh, Tim Tall has a question more than a take. After seeing a guy like Jackson Carmen, healthy scratch all year at guard, play as a serviceable left tackle, do teams overlook the hardships that could be faced when switching a college tackle to guard? Is it some? Is it sometimes a better idea to allow the prospect to fail inward, i.e. letting a young tackle start his career in his natural position? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad My idea. My gut reaction is yes. I tend to agree. It's not easy... It's not easy to just take a guy, a, a career offensive tackle with 32 and three quarter arms. It's just an arbitrary number I'm throwing out here and just assume he's going to thrive inside at guard because he doesn't have the length to play tackle. Right. You can put yeah. Lee Meikenberg in this bucket too. Sure. Yeah. Career left tackle at Notre Dame, four year starter at left tackle. Dolphins intended to move him to guard. Austin Jackson gets COVID in the season opener for his first career game. He plays left tackle, then he goes back to right tackle and ends up playing left tackle. And then this season, they put him back at guard and he stunk out loud. This happens, but the tape you're evaluating the guy with the position to play, a lot of the times, if you're expecting anything close to immediate dividends, is probably where you should plan on playing him. Case in point, players like Isaiah Simmons, too. It's a real this thing. Take, this take from RX Cool. Take. The Cowboys should trade. This was the take was submitted on Sunday for the record. Take. The Cowboys should trade their first round pick for Justin Tucker. No. And then and then I and then I will tell you, Jamie said, Jamie tagged this and was like, oh, this is a fun one. And then my immediate response was, ah, yes, Kyle and Joe arguing about what they would give up for Justin Tucker, a tale as old as time. Joe no. has this drastically unrealistic perception of Justin Tucker because every time he watches a play, he misses a kick. <laughs> I've seen them all. I've seen every miss. So Joe's like, Joe's like I'm not going to trade for that guy. He right. misses. Joe's like, this guy misses a kick every time I watch every, the Ravens play. Time. I don't know why. what's the buzz here. And I'm sitting here watching this dude pipe 66-yard game-winning field goals. Do you think the Cowboys should trade their first-round pick for him? I think the Ravens should I, do that deal if they get it offered to him. I got to tell you, if, 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 if Cowboys fans are getting upset that mock drafts have their team taking B. John Robinson, they don't deserve a first-round pick, okay? How about that? Give it to me. I'll take well, it. Well, you don't have a first round pick because your I'll, team. Right, that's what I mean. I'll, I'll take. I'll. I'll. You know, if the, if they're going to forfeit a pick because they don't want Bijan Robinson, go ahead and send that pick my way. I, I'll gladly use it. Let's take from Braden. Take Lou Anarumo should be a top head coaching candidate, and it's laughable no one is requesting to interview him. I'd want to talk to him. This guy's had some significant runs here shutting down good offenses and just a lot of creativity. So I'd, I'd at least want to talk to him. I think the interviews, not having any interviews is crazy. And like, they, they don't even have a good corner room. They have good, they have good uh, safeties easy, and they have Mike, they have Mike Hilton. Easy. You might get an Eli Apple subtweet. Be careful. Right. Well, and Bengals fans are rallied behind Eli Apple. So it's, well, and can I, can I share something? They should. If he's going to go to bat for the team like that, you got to support him. Well, he's also kind of stunk out loud. So, like, there's some graphics out there that are like, look at all these great performances Eli Apple's had. And then it's like, just doesn't include the ones where he gets roasted for 100 yards oh. and a touchdown. Like, okay. Listen, like, I got to present it the right way, Joe. You know? Right. It's all in the presentation. Yeah, don't, don't, let the, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. This guy's right, got exactly. a 100 career passer rating against his coverage for his career. And this year was as bad as any other. Careful, one. Joe. Now you're going to get misses. I've already gotten them. They've already, they, I've already gotten them. The, oh really? So yeah. you're familiar with this uh this take from JS Kyle twelve who has the tag on the TDM premium Discord that he is new to Discord. So I'm gonna take a a, a, a shot here and say, Welcome. First Welcome. time taker. Yes. Welcome to Discord. Welcome to the TDM Premium Discord. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. By the way, if you're not a part of the TDM Premium Discord and you're a TDM premium member, what the heck are you doing? And if you're not a member of TDM Premium, what the heck are you doing? Mock draft machine beta, film studies multiple days a week, happy hours on Thursday. Lots of fun football conversation. You get my live reactions to things when they happen most of the time after people tag me, getting my thoughts on things. This take from JS Kyle 12. Take Kayshawn Boutte is this year's George Pickens going to be a great receiver drafted later than he should. Maybe. Boutte's got a lot of talent, a lot of red flags. I guess that's kind of like Pickens. I gotta be honest. Like, 
I thought Pickens was a lot further along as a receiver than Butte was. Sure. I I I I feel like and and Joe, you might remember this because I think you were you were running the spreadsheets at this point in the summertime. I I thought I was the low man on Butte in the summertime. Yeah, you were. So I haven't seen anything obviously to change my mind. And I know we liked Pickens. Uh, there was little question about the physical gifts that Pickens had. It was his coming, him coming back from the injury and what production he was able to put on the field. But I think if Pickens had come out after that bowl game, instead of after missing a majority of the year, does he make it to Pittsburgh one day too? Probably not, right? Probably not. I, I, I look at Butte and I look back at his previous year's tape and I'd, I didn't think it was as good as what Pickens' previous year tape was. Special physical talent, though. Yeah. Dolphins Grace, would you rather have Justin Jefferson, Hill, and Adams, but the worst tight end group in the league, or have Wait, Kelsey, Andrews, and – You got to slow down. You got to slow down. Jefferson, Hill, and Adams. So would Justin you rather Jefferson, have Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams. But the worst tight end group in the league. Okay. Yes. That. Or have – <laughs> or have Kelsey, Andrews, and Kittle, but the worst wide receiver group in the league. I'd rather have the receiver. can't space the field with those tight ends, yeah. man. It's the receivers, not not hard. Because you know what my tight ends are going to do? They're going to fucking block. Excuse my French. Okay. It's all right. I'll just slap the eat Sit in some zones that are going to be cleared out right. by those receivers. Right. Congratulations. They're going to get sit yard or sit routes five yards over top of the ball. You can be like check down every play. You'll get 30 targets a year. I don't need you with those three. Chris, I have right. a question for you. Okay. Can we get an update on your um, your heat situation in your fifty six? Your... It is currently fifty six degrees in the house. Well, because I noticed you. I mean, you have a, a snow cap on. Yeah, I, yeah mean, I, have a be- I have a I have a beanie on. Because uh, for the people I'm in the guess. south, that's a this toboggan. Is, isn't that a... Yeah, no, it's, dude. It's 40... In Charlotte, they call it a toboggan. It's just, it's, it's toboggan. Right. It's a it's the hat. A, listen. The toboggan, toboggan is a sled. A toboggan Brother, is a sled, Joe. It's it's a real thing that happens down here. They think a toboggan no, is what, that can't, no, what Christopher has on his head. It's true. So. It is fifty. It is fifty six degrees uh, right now in the house. It is forty two degrees outside. The heat did not work yesterday or today. I did not stay here last night. Came back this morning. <laughs> um, they uh, at some point today between the uh, the times of nine thirty and twelve thirty, somebody is supposed to come by. That window opens nine minutes from now. So if at any point I just randomly leave because you hear the doorbell ring, that's okay. Means I'm the logged heat- in. As an, I'm logged in as another admin, so I can shut it down. You can you can get a, get us saved here. Uh, this take from Why Sean RN, and I guess we'll just do this because we we got a. <laughs> We got a bunch of these, okay, about what the Jets should do at quarterback. So I, I saw all your takes. I interacted with a bunch from everybody, but I'm just going to combine this one here. Being the New York Jets, who would you rather have at the li- at the likely value in trade? Lamar Jackson, multiple first plus. Aaron Rodgers, multiple firsts. Derek Carr, conditional third. Or a journeyman free agent. So I guess tiering based, adding the context in of the value that you are needing to give up to acquire a said player, how would you rank them? And whose perspective am I looking at this through? The New York Joe Jets. Douglas's, Robert Sala, Woody yes. Johnson. Let's let's be Joe Douglas and Robert Sala because okay. I think they I have the Joe same Douglas. type of incentives here. My order of preference: I have to win. Right? Let's start there. You have to. You probably in, in, need in the to New make York the market next year. Yes. I, I have to win. Yes, year to three. My you job. need to make the playoffs. Yes. Fair or not, that's the uh, assumption we're operating on. Derek Carr for a conditional three is my number one. My number two is Aaron Rodgers. My number three is Lamar Jackson. Because you have to give Lamar a new contract on top of trading him. And if it works, guess what? You're going to have to deal with the ramifications of that long-term versus short-term for Aaron Rodgers, where I just got to take the heat off and save my job. And then number four is journeyman quarterback. I have it the same way. I'd flip Lamar and Aaron, but I, I agree with the methodology. Let's take from Brandon Martinez. Take, people are being way too harsh on Dak Prescott, especially Cowboys fans. After his ankle injury, he still played well, just not maybe to the standard we had seen we had seen pre-injury. This season, yes, turnovers were an issue, but can we agree this wasn't a problem with him before? It's possible this could have been just a down season for him when he's had less to work with in recent years. There's no way he gets let go, and I think Cowboys fans should be more than okay with that. I've got I got a lot to say about this take. Oh, well, go, go ahead. Then. Go ahead. I, 
I you can be you can have defense of Dak Prescott. You're paying him the type of money that the excuse can't be he's had less to work with in recent years. Sorry, that's that I I cannot accept that as a reason as to why Dak Prescott is didn't have a good season. You paid him like an elite quarterback to overcome these issues. And you still got CeeDee Lamb. You still have Ezekiel Elliott. You still got Tony Pollard. Dalton Schultz is good. I'm, I, it, it ain't my fault that Michael Gallup had more zero-yard games than he did 50-yard games. That's not on me. It, I, you, you traded Amari Cooper. I didn't. I think Because you more, felt comfortable that you could work with the group you had. I don't feel like I look at this Dallas Cowboys offensive personnel and feel like Dak doesn't have enough. Right. I, I just named all the guys that he's got. He's got a pretty good group. Right. I, I don't I don't see it that way. Maybe you want more depth at receiver. But maybe I mean Gallup and Lamb, that was supposed to be a good duo. Gallup was not. But what indication did you have prior to this year that he wasn't going to be good? He was physically broken last year. And then they chose to pay him over uh Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. <laughs> who was the bee's knees with Jacoby Brissett. He was the bee's months. knees. Yeah, he was the bee's knees. It's pretty good. I, I'm sorry. You, like you, you, you side saddled yourself yet again with Ezekiel Elliott. And, right. Last summer, if you had a chance to get anything for Zeke, anything for Zeke, you should have taken it. So I think there's plenty of blame. To, there's a blame salad, right? And, and Dak has his share of it because he led the league in interceptions and he played 12 games. Like, that's a problem. Right. right. We, we like, can't just ignore that. We can't just say, oh, he's never had this problem before. Take it out. Well, no, it, it's a thing that exists. It's a variable. He now. also just just scouting the box score here, which is a flawed process. I understand that. But just acknowledging um, to, to what degree was Dak not the player that he's kind of always been when you consider uh, from an efficiency perspective. He's had four of the last six seasons. He's been between six and seven net yards per attempt. He was at 6.6 this year. Uh, His sack percentage was exactly the same as what it was last year. Um, This was the fourth time in the last five years that he had a passer rating below 100. This is generally par for the course with just a handful more of interceptions. His yards per attempt was 7.3. That's almost in line with what his career average is to this point. And I understand he went through a developmental curve as a quarterback and he's changed and he's been a more high volume passer. And I get that, but like. He is what he is. Gang, he is what yeah. he is. And you, you kind of have to know what he is and you have to know what you need to be able to put on him and what he's capable of shouldering at this point. If you're not comfortable with that, well, then I got bad news for you because you're already paying the contract. He's going to be here. You better figure it out. So he doesn't have a bad supporting cast around him, but it needs to be better. Let's take from Thick of Iloa. Take. The power vacuum of the quarterbackless division of the NFC South will create another below 500 team going to the playoffs. <laughs> That's how could, how could we say that right now, though? What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You Some, someone's going. Somebody has to go, go. You know, it's it's in the rules. Somebody has put, to go. Put your flag in the ground right now. Somebody's the, nine and eight. Put your flag in the ground for who it is. You know what? New Orleans Saints. Oh, I want I I want to do it. Saints is my pick. I think if the Falcons get a quarterback, man. They were six and they were what six and eleven. <laughs> they got bad quarterback play. Falcons were ten, uh, seven and ten. Seven defense and ten. Okay, too man. New coordinator. Speaking, I don't know. speaking of defense, so I, I didn't realize this until the Dolphins received permission to interview Chris Richard, the co-defensive coordinator, um, for their vacant defensive coordinator position. Do you know the Saints were, um like top 10 in yards defensively and top five in scoring defense, despite the fact that they were 30th in the NFL in turnovers this past year. Yes. That's pretty wild. 
this take, this next take, part two take for a two part take from Raul. First of all, welcome back, Raul. Yeah, Raul, what's up, dude? My guy. Two part, two part Colts take, which should not surprise you. Take part one. Even though he loves Jeff Saturday as a person, Jim Ursay is deliberately hyping up the possibility of Saturday being the full time head coach, so that if anybody but Saturday is hired, then it'll go from a move that in normal cycles may appear underwhelming to a move that will be universally loved by the Colts fan base as it's anybody but Jeff Saturday. Raul saying Jim Jim Ursay's out here playing a little four D chess. Right, Raul's uh, being very hopeful with this one. And then the part the part two is if the Colts do hire Jeff Saturday, then Chris Ballard should resign. Yes, he should. And I'd, I'm not going to give Jim Ursay the level of credit that would that be required. Give. Yeah, that would be required for him to be thinking with this kind of perspective, with hyping up somebody with absolutely zero credentials to continue to be the head coach of the football team when he took the job and said, "I don't know if I'm good any good at it or not, but we're going to find out in nine weeks." if I'm any good or if I stink at this thing and all the evidence suggests that you stink at this thing. And then you're going to give that guy another chance and hire him again. I and don't he think was, so. He was willing to say that under that context too. Right. Right. He said, uh, we'll find out. We did find out. And Jim's sitting here trying to hire him anyway. Brother. It's insane. If Jim were say fires him, um, Chris Ballard, I, I walk. See you later. Because that's what's being reported is Ursay. Is not sitting in on the head coach interviews, but apparently sat in on the second Jeff Saturday interview where they talked about candidates for assistant coaches. And that's the one that Ursay decided to sit in on and not all the other ones. Get out of here, man. It's goofy. Take your upper quartile and shove it. No, the upper quartile of the upper quartile, please. Correct. Even though that math is not correct. Upper quartile of the upper quartile. Uh, The last take before we get to the upper quartile of the upper quartile of this show, which is two truths and a lie. Take from Anthony. Take. I would rather have Anthony Richardson in the two truths and a lie. This take from Anthony. I would rather have Anthony Richardson in the Kenny Pickett, Lamar Jackson range than trading up and giving up assets for Will Levis. I've given up on trying to talk with Tell perspective about Will on Levis. Will Levis. Yeah, good or bad, right? Like yeah, your just, your yeah. mind is made up. Whatever you feel about him is what you're going to feel about him. By all means. Yeah. By all means, I'm not. I'm. I can't do it. Not going to. So quit asking. Uh, I'm not going to. So quit asking. Bam, 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 bam. I think that's my favorite part of that drop. Is the, the, the bam, little bam, beat bam, at bam. the end? Does that do it uh, for? Two, uh, that does it for for takes on takes. Takes on takes. So it's now two truths and a lie. Takes yeah. on takes. You're just you're you're a menace to society because you just push <laughs> buttons. You just don't care. You just don't care. Uh, t- uh, two truths and a lie. The standings. Two truths and a lie. The standings going into the final week of January. Kyle four and two. Joe and I three and three. Maybe if you just joined this part of the show for whatever reason. Sorry, uh, Kyle. <laughs> you you have all the power. I, knowing you, you're going to play the the Hasselback. We want the ball. We're going to score. Or you're going to play defense. You're going to see what you have to do. All right. Well, I'll mute that before he gets to the pick six and <laughs> bad vibes for the the two truths. Now, now, Joe, now hold on, hold on. Now, Joe, it is very important that you and I get this right. We have to work. This is we have to work together. Does us no favors to be separate here, right? Us working together is a good thing because if you both get because it, we, if you both get it wrong, then I clinch. Then he clinches. So we have to get this right. We have to push. I'm gonna play the game, try hey, to get everything right. Do we have it? I mean, did we settle on a Teddy? By the way, it's the ramen take. It's okay. still at work. Are okay. you kidding me? I'm just, I'm just confirming. Yeah, that's a great take. Okay, so me knowing, I, I'm th- there's integrity of the game here, but me knowing the situation coming into two truths and a lie this week, I did strategically pick a different lens for my two truths and a lie. I conducted twenty. Two round simulations this morning with the TDN mock draft machine, which is currently in beta testing for our premium subscribers. Here are our favorite team's most frequently mocked player across those 20 simulations. One of them is a lie. The New York Jets. Could say there's nothing, there's nothing to validate this besides you and what Correct. you're gonna go with, right? Correct, now. which is it's right. Just, why I write down the lie on a piece of paper right now. 
Joe, okay, Joe, you're, you're hold on. I'll be right back. You're questioning the man. You're questioning integrity the man's in integrity in the last week. Integrity yeah. in the game. Oh, oh, because there's no, nothing Joe. factual. There's nothing that he, can be. There's nothing here that could be proven factual. I know, but if my guy spends more time with the mock draft machine right now than anybody else, I don't think he would do this. I do. Wow. Because he, he can clinch it. He could say anything. He could. He could 100. Whatever we settle on. Oh, that's uh, that's that's your friend. That's your best friend that you're doing that to. I would never, Kyle. I just want the record to reflect. I would never. I am highly hurt that I'm gonna write it on this this box right here. Okay, there's nothing on it right okay. now, and I'm gonna write it down. Okay. okay. All right, he's writing it down. You're writing the lie down, right? The lie is being written down. Okay. All right. <laughs> the competitiveness over this stupid game is incredible. Sure, you guys can hear it. Since you guys can hear everything close, else that I, I do in my I, microphone, apparently. I'd like to know why the closest object that you had to write on was a box. I don't have any paper up here. I just moved. I, you moved like three weeks ago. I don't want to hear it. Okay. So it's on the other side okay. of this box. Here's the pen. Okay. Can you, can you show it down. real quick? Can you no, show us it? No, Chris, I'm not going to. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. It's right there. Most common pick. This is I'm, the. I'm going to give you the soliloquy again now. Because right. our service has been interrupted. I conducted three two-round simulations this morning, automatic. So all picks for all 32 teams were automatically simulated with the TDN mock draft machine, which is currently in beta testing for premium subscribers. Here are each of our favorite teams' most frequently mocked player across 20 simulations. One of them is a lie. I feel like Chris is ripping through simulations right now as we speak, trying to get a yep, little... Just, yep, you, got, you caught me. You caught me. The New York Jets... Offensive tackle, Broderick Jones, at 25% of the time. The Buffalo Bills, Cody Mauch, offensive lineman, North Dakota State, at 30% of the time. And the Miami Dolphins, linebacker, Trenton Simpson, Clemson, 20% of the time at that pick in the 50s. So the percentages are right. There's no tomfoolery here. It's just one of the names is not correct. Find out how long you, how often you guys have been playing around with the MDM. Mm. Not as much as you think I should. Can I get the third one again, please? Trenton Simpson, linebacker, Clemson for the Dolphins in the fifties in the middle of the second round. Twenty percent of the time. I feel like Broderick Jones probably goes to the Titans a lot right before the uh, the Jets. They would need to. I I think two oh, offensive but, tackles because no, Paris Johnson goes there a lot. Here's, here's what I do know, Joe. Here's what I do know. Right now, if you simulate a mock draft, B. John Robinson goes to the Raiders at seven. He just does. That's a Paris Johnson spot, which means Johnson slips. So you think it's Nine true? is the Panthers. Then you get into this weird spot where Tennessee is. So they're probably taking Skoronsky or Johnson more than they're taking Jones. Okay. I don't I don't like I don't like the way you just dismissed me there. Do you do you I think it could be true? Trenton Simpson, I mean, the, what's going to make the Dolphins one a little bit tougher is it's further down, which you would think would introduce more variance. Right. I I, I think – Case in point, the pick- Dolphins most frequently drafted players at 20% versus the other two at 30 and 25. Yeah, and and, and it, is their, it is their first selection in the draft, obviously, so important thing to note. Yeah. I understand what you did there. Just want everybody to acknowledge that I, I heard what you did there. First, first pick of the draft, it came in. The Joe, I don't round. think I don't I don't think the Bills take an offensive lineman with their top pick that often. It doesn't matter if you think that; it's whether or not the simulator does that. Yeah, and I know the way the simulator works. I don't think it does. Two, I, I think two's the lie. I almost I almost I almost quick snapped you and locked it in without discussing it with you, and that would have been poor teammate of me. Well, here's the thing: Joe can also separate himself from you right now. He can. He can. I was leaning towards that being the lie, though. So you agree with me? Yeah. All right, so then let's do it, then. Okay. There's, Joe, there's no other logic we can use here. We just have to go with what our gut tells us. And our gut tells us that one feels feels more likely because of the scenario that I laid out of where the offensive linemen go. Three, we feel the variance could allow that number to be 20%. And I like the other positions that, the, that I see the Bills take more often than they take an offensive lineman. Okay. I'm in. Two is the lie. Lock it in. The lie, as written down on the box. Oh, yeah. Please show us the box. 
ah, is the Jets with Broderick Jones. Wow. I I was concerned you guys were going to get it because Chris, you said they're taking Skaronsky or Johnson as much as they're taking Jones. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's it's true. But then you guys didn't follow through on it and say that that was the lie. Yeah, I don't. You know what? Uh, I'm just going to say it out loud. This this is this is tough. This, this might hurt the remainder of the show. I didn't. I didn't feel like my teammate was fully invested. I think my teammate checked out the moment when he heard what the topic was and didn't think he was going to be able to get it, so he checked out from from the logic. So that that's all I'm going to say. I think my teammate failed me there. Even though I te- correctly identified the path, and then you talked me out of it. Well, but then you're supposed to talk me back into it. Then, if you truly believe it. I I, I didn't. I haven't done as many simulations. I know here. that's why you you were a bad teammate. I think you checked out mentally no, from the Joe. From the, Joe, from the I I think it should be outlined here that you should be upset with Chris exponentially more for calling you a bad teammate than if you felt as though a non factual set of of two truths and lies here. Well, because now 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 no, I don't I didn't care Joe. about that. I just wanted to the I wanted there to be a check in place. Got it. I don't have any issues with it. Got it. But you can understand my thought process. Well, okay, that's everything's on the line. You can clinch this. There's no way to prove what you're saying. All right, write it down. That's all. I will tell you, Joe, I now need I need you to fool. I need you to fool Kyle, and then I need to fool Kyle, and there could be a tie. And then, <laughs> and then we would it. enter into a runoff. We would enter into a runoff next so month. I have so to get Kyle has wrong. to miss them both. I have to yeah. miss them both. Okay. Yeah, Kyle so has to miss them both. I'm, I'm two shots ahead going into the 18th. I just have to not poop my pants here okay <laughs> we don't now i will tell you part. i will i will tell you there there could be some shenanigans here where somebody tries to throw one to try I mean, to get that's, kyle that's i have I'm three gonna, statements i'm gonna, I'm gonna operate my i'm in my own world i'm not gonna be listening to either one of you i i gotta have my own process if you talk out loud with me and you think it's good then we'll go with it who do you who want is, to go uh, next who is who is going you know going chris next? i really didn't appreciate the way that you attacked joe so i'm gonna make you go last Okay, that's fine. Well, thank you, Kyle. I appreciate there being some uh, some support here uh, after I felt like I was thrown under a bus for no reason. All right, uh, Chris, we're going to find out if we have the same theme. My theme is the Senior Bowl. <laughs> that's my theme, buddy. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to find out right okay. now. Okay. I have three statements about the Senior Bowl. Two of them are true. One is a lie. It's your job to find out the lie. I'm going to make sure my statements are up because the Derek Carr one, I messed up even though I had it right here in front of me. So yeah, I have well, my statements Ready to help your Kyle. All right. In the 2022 NFL draft, 30 of 32 teams selected at least one player that participated in the senior bowl. Number two, the first year the senior bowl played, the game was in Jacksonville, Florida, but has been in Mobile every single year since. I believe that one is true. That is true. 1956, the first senior bowl was held in, in Jacksonville, Florida. Number three, Baker Mayfield was the last Heisman Trophy winner to play in the Senior Bowl game. So Baker was 18. So who won the Heisman in 19? Kyler. Correct? He, yeah, he didn't play in the Senior Bowl. Okay, so you who have won? Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. Joe, can you repeat the statement? Because Devonta Smith was there, but he did not participate. Baker Mayfield was the last Heisman Trophy winner to play in the Senior Bowl game. Okay, so Devontae Smith is out. Last year it was... was this year was Caleb Williams. Last year it was... Why can't I think? The 2021 Heisman winner was who? Why, 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 why am I... It was Bryce Young, wasn't it? Yes. It's okay. Bryce Young. Jeez, that, that hurt. So that one is true as well. So then one wait, would be the lie. Wait, 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 wait. Did Baker play in the game? He came late. Everybody made a big to-do because, like, they, his family had, like, some medical scare, so he came late to practice, and everybody was, like, weirdly, like, put off by it. No, he did play. He had a short so appearance. That one's, he had a short appearance. So then that one's That's true. So that one's true. So number one is the lie. Number one's the lie. 30 of 32 teams. Okay, are we, sh- are we sure? Are we sure? I will ask you this one quick question. The first Senior Bowl in 1956 was in Jacksonville, Florida. I can confirm that. Are we positive that there wasn't a random one that was played like I elsewhere? am fairly certain that 
Okay. That is a true then I then number one is the lie. Ride or die, Chris Schubert, Kyle Krabs. Number one's a lie. All right. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Baker Mayfield was the last Heisman yes. Trophy winner to play in the senior bowl game. Anybody know the one before that? Anybody? It's Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Uh do I get an extra point the, for that? The one before that? No, you anybody? Don't. Oh, the one before Tebow? I, no, I'm not doing this. It's uh, Carson Palmer. Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer. My guess was going to be, who is that Jason White was going to be my guess. Oh, I think Carson Palmer and Derek Carr may be in back-to-back years, but uh, don't quote me on that. So that's true. Uh, number two um, is also true. You guys got this correct. Yes. Uh, the, the first senior bowl was played in Jacksonville, <clears throat> been in Mobile every year since. And the one that's false is that uh, 30 of 32 teams selected at least one player that participated it was in the higher than that, wasn't it? Yeah, all, all 32. Yeah. All 32 did. Yep. It's quite the statistic. Yeah. Joe, those 45 are great stats. Of the 45 of the first uh, the first three rounds last year, 45 players from the Senior Bowl. Two years in a row that's happened. 106 wow. players. Yeah, it's crazy. So almost half of the top 100 or the, the first three mm-hmm. rounds are Senior Bowl players. The last two years, yeah. I bet we get there again this year, The players get the mobile, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So now it is my job. No, you've won. You've won. Right, but uh, Joe can't catch you either. So you're five and two right now. Yeah. I'm four and four. I'm done for the month. Right. You have one left to go. Joe has one left to go. Joe's three and four. Okay, so Joe, Joe, it's my objective, Joe, for you to tie Chris. Wow. Okay. I do not want Chris to have second place after he threw it in the I, I personally don't want to finish last, so I would like to, to okay. get Okay, so. so let's let's do this. Let's let's solve this Senior, riddle together. Senior Bowl, my theme as well. Since 2000, which includes the 2000 Senior Bowl, so that the 2000 Senior Bowl up until 2022, there have been 12 quarterbacks to win the Senior Bowl MVP honors. Mm. In Senior Bowl history, every team has coached multiple Senior Bowls oh, except that's, sorry. I, One I franchise, a, dude. I'm so off right now. Go ahead, start over. I thought that was the, twelve the since 2000, including 2000. Since 2000 twelve quarterbacks 2000, have won Senior Bowl. Twelve MVP. quarterbacks have won the Senior Bowl MVP honors. Is that for the In game? Senior Bowl hit because they've like yes. practice players of the week too. Yeah, no, this. The, and I've I've studied this list pretty in depth this morning, so I should have the ability to get. Okay, this. cool. In Senior Bowl history. Every team has coached multiple Senior Bowls except one franchise. Studied this too. Since 2000, more than 50% of the Senior Bowl MVPs have gone on to be first round picks. Since what year? Since 2000. Okay. So, Kyle, I know that the Ravens only did one Senior Bowl, but I don't, assuming every other one did two, I know that the Ravens only did one. I know that because I looked at this this morning. Okay. So I think that's true. Okay, 2012 quarterbacks have been Senior Bowl MVP. So last year was Perry on win. So that would be – there'd be 22 of these? Correct. It's the, it's the way the math would work. Okay, so Perry on Winfrey and Brandon Graham were the two defensive players that got it. There's been um, a couple of running backs, like Isaiah Peed, somebody like that, Matt Forte. D Ford got it. I think there's been three defensive players. So that's what, four? How many quarterbacks do you think you can name that want it? Well, we had Daniel Jones, Justin Herbert, Kellen Mond, Davis Webb. Okay, so that's... Kyle Lalletta. Didn't Dak win it? Dak. How many is that? I mean, that, I think that's five. EJ Manuel no, won si- it? No, Six. EJ would be seven. And what year was he? Four, 13, 13. Pat White won it. How many is that? Seven? It's eight. Because it was six in a row, and then we had Manuel and Pat White. I don't know if I can come up with another one for sure. No, didn't Phil do it? Didn't we? We talked to Phil when he got in, He's a hall- inducted. I didn't know if- I have no idea if he was a Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. Uh, excuse me, MVP though. No, he could definitely a Senior Bowl. Hall he of said Famer. that in the interview. Definitely a Senior Bowl Hall of Famer. Okay, well then, if you know it, then I I have no reason to refute it. Yes. So that's at least nine. 
Okay, that's probably true then. I would be inclined to think that one is true. What was the third? What's fifty? I have fifty percent Senior Bowl more. What was the take? For the- Since two thousand, more than fifty percent of the Senior Bowl MVPs have gone on to be first round picks. Oh God, that can't be true, right? Just based on what we just did, Herbert did. D Ford was he a first round pick or was he a two? I think he was a one. Okay, Manuel was a first round pick. Brandon Graham was. Philip Rivers was if he if that's exact absolutely true. I don't think it's I don't think that, Daniel Did, Jones that I count him that's six. Didn't um didn't Larry Johnson win it? Didn't no idea. I think Larry Johnson and there was another big time running back. Uh, was it LT? Dude, I I don't I have no idea if those guys were in the senior bowl. Is it fifty percent or more than fifty percent, Chris? More than fifty percent of the senior bowl MVPs have gone on to be first round picks. Was Larry Johnson a first round pick? He's a good player. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you that definitively. He was a productive NFL player. Um, Was he there when you were in school, or did you just miss him? Uh. I he was not there when I was there. No. What's your convi- say- what's your conviction level on the Ravens? I know being that the, they only did the it once. Only one. Here's what I can tell you. I know that they only did it once. I don't know that everyone else did it at least twice. But I feel like they probably. Who are the did. new teams? Oh God, Houston. Houston. You got to figure uh, Jacksonville. Oh, Gus Bradley did it every year. Right. They had like a stretch of what, like five in a row? Yeah. Carolina just did it with Matt Rule. I am going. If you're comfortable with the Baltimore Ravens being the only one, I say three is the one that has the greatest probability of being the lie. I I agree that three is the lie. Okay. We're going to think we're going to lock us in. Three is the lie. Lock it in. Yeah. All right. We'll go from one to three. Statement number one. Since 2000, there have been 12 quarterbacks to win the super, the Senior Bowl MVP honors. In 2000, Chad Pennington, quarterback from Marshall. In 2004, Phillip Rivers, NC State. Okay, that's- in 2005, Charlie Fry, quarterback from Akron. In 2009, Pat White, quarterback, West Virginia. In 2011... Christian Ponder, quarterback, Florida State. In 2014, uh, excuse me, in 20, uh, in 2013, E.J. Manuel, quarterback, Florida State. Seminoles. 2016, Dak Prescott, quarterback. 2017, Davis Webb, quarterback, Cal. 2018, Kyle Oletta, quarterback, Richmond. 2019, Daniel Jones, quarterback, Duke. 2020, Justin Herbert, quarterback, Oregon. 2021, Kellen Mons, quarterback, Texas A&M. 12 quarterbacks, that is a true statement, have won the Senior Bowl MVP honors since 2000. Statement number two in Senior Bowl history. Every team has coached multiple senior bowls except one franchise. The Baltimore Ravens are 0-1 as the coaches of the senior bowl. They have only done it once back in 1998. They are the only team to have done it one time. Let's go, Joe. There are a, there are a bunch of teams that have done it only twice. The Packers, Texans, Chargers, Vikings, Titans, Panthers, Rams, and Steelers. The Texans only All of those twice. teams have only done it twice. Keep on, Keep on firing coaches, coaches. yeah. Yeah. In statement number three, since 2000, more than 50% of the Senior Bowl MVPs have gone on to be first-round picks. That's a lie. It's not even close. Um, uh, Chad Pennington in 2000. LaDamian Tomlinson was the MVP in 2001. Uh, Larry Johnson in 2003 was a first-round pick. Uh, Phillip Rivers in 2004. Um, I'm trying to remember the other ones. It wasn't even close. It was kind of a – I was kind of just getting it very close. Um, uh, Brandon Graham, you guys mentioned. Christian Ponder, EJ Manuel. Um, uh, Daniel Jones, Justin Herbert. That's a lot of names, dude. How close to the? How close to fifty is this? Because it needs to be more than eleven, and it wasn't eleven. So, okay. So you said Pennington, Pennington, LT, LT Larry, Larry Johnson, Johnson Philip Rivers. Rivers, and then Charlie Fry was in two thousand five. He was. He think he was a third, third round pick. Third round selection. Uh, Sonoris Moss. No. Second. Tony Hunt. No. No. Was a third round pick. 
Philip Rivers that we uh, already mentioned. Philip Rivers. Matt Forte was not. Pat White was not. His second round pick. Yep. Yes. Uh, Brandon Graham was. That's five. five. Christian Ponder was. That's six. six. EJ Manuel was. Uh, EJ Manuel was. That's seven. D Ford was. That's eight. <laughs> not even close. And then Justin and Herbert. Then Jones and Herbert were nine and ten. ten. Not even close. Need, yeah, wow. needed two more. It was we're, close. Needed two more. You needed twelve. Not you even get close. There. It's not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Kyle's the champ. Kyle's the champ. Draft dudes do math. Uh, Kyle finishes six and two. Joe finishes four and four. I finish four and four. That is a win for Kyle. How about the NFC East this month, huh? No losing records. Wow. Uh, So there you go. So I I have one more. I have to win next month to do the three months in a row. You get to create a rule, right? That was... No, that no, no, that that bylaw only includes this month. It doesn't okay. include the winning okay. of twenty twenty two. Oh, right, because I, I did that to kick it down to at least April before we had to deal with it. <laughs> correct, right. correct, right, right, yeah, right. correct. So there you okay. go. Okay, well, we'll we'll put all zeros back up on the board next Friday. Which are, are we going to do that for a live show in Mobile? Like, how how are we going to do that? Yeah. We'll do two truths and a lie. I mean, we're still doing draft dudes every day while we're there next week. It's going to be so. tough. I have to like look at you guys and all that. It's going to be weird. That's, that's yeah. great. We'll be able to read your body language. That actually might be one of the – we if if we are all doing a live show on Thursday together, I don't know the schedule just yet, then that's what we'll do. We'll do two truths and a lie as well. Joe, so what I would tell you is just mentally prepare yourself for whatever your body language needs to be to not tip. Just do it the entire time. But, I mean, we yep. do look at e- each other when we – Right, but like, it's I think video. it's a little different when we're sitting together. Right? Do my best. That's correct. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for yet another week of Draft Dudes here. Hope everybody enjoys the conference championship games awaiting us. Thanks to our friends over at Online for their continued support of the show as well. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Make it a great weekend, and we will talk with you all again on Monday. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you were at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.